0: Welcome to episode 43 of the Untitled Gaming Podcast. My name is Zach. I'm joined here by my other co-host, Pat. What's up? It's just the two of us today. So Um, yeah,
1: Rick has died and Chance is going to Florida for the third annual Lamposts and Cactus Festival. He goes every year. He loves it. Says it's beautiful. What, the cacti or the
0: lampposts?
1: I don't know. I don't ask. Or Florida. (laughs) It's definitely not Florida. (laughs) You're right. Uh,
0: (laughs) But whatever he talks about I don't ask any follow-up questions. We just lost all of our fans in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. If you're listening from Florida. We're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Seriously, (laughs) it can't be that nice of a place to live. You know how many crocodiles are in Florida? I thought they have alligators. That's even worse. I have more teeth. <laughs> Do they really? I think so. You're the biology major, <laughs> wouldn't <did> you know? <laughs> Alrighty. So, for those of you, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We are a weekly gaming podcast that aims to entertain as well as inform. We discuss the week's biggest gaming news, game reviews. And we talk about the gaming industry in general. Of course, we don't only discuss games, we'll, we will occasionally talk about uh, movies, TV shows. Favorite roller coaster? Well, there's got... the um, Millennium Force at Cedar Point, which is What's pretty good. What's the
1: new one that they just got? That...
0: <sighs> I like Gatekeeper. That was a few. Years, that was several years. Was that, ago Yeah, though. Gatekeeper? I think that's the one. Gatekeeper was in like 2012 or 13, I think. I really like that one. That was probably up there. I think me.
1: that was the last one that I
0: went to. That was like a
1: new coaster had opened up. Yeah. or Whatever. I haven't been recently. So
0: Gatekeeper is the one where you're like sitting, but like your legs are hanging, and it's like light blue. Is like yes. what the track looks yeah, like. Yeah. That's Gatekeeper. So definitely Gatekeeper is my favorite. I I really like Gatekeeper. I liked – the Millennium Force was funny because my then-girlfriend at the time was sitting next to me on it, and she passed out during the ride. It was hilarious. Uh,
1: Six Flags had this thing where they, like, inverted you mm-hmm. when that was open. And, like, like it started off regular, and then they turn you, like, upside down. And then the rest of the roller coaster, like, you're upside down as it's going through all these flips. I forget – I think – I want to say X-Force, but I don't know if that sounds right.
0: Hmm. So, anyway – this week it's a it's a shorter pod. Well, we we can't guarantee that it's shorter. There's just less topics. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we will be discussing the Call of Duty multiplayer reveal that happened earlier this week, and also we will be just disc- we will be having an esports discussion in the wake of the Fortnite World Cup. Oh, we do have housekeeping stuff. Oh, right. Sorry, I forgot. Um, again, we have our giveaway that's happening. Do Bonanza. not forget. our bi-weekly giveaway bonanza which now officially means it's happening every two weeks that's true Um, you now know by (laughs) process of elimination (laughs) (laughs) obviously we obviously didn't release another podcast this week so it couldn't have been twice a week um please get on twitter again it is our pinned tweet uh go on twitter retweet and follow us yes um, this to enter for that you have one more week to win a copy of wolfenstein
1: Wolfenstein. youngblood which just came out for pc
0: so As you're listening to this podcast, understand it is the next podcast that we will be revealing it. Also, we would like to announce our Gamers Club slash – it's like our mock book club. Our Gamers Club Game of the Month, which is Prey, which is an alien, funky, first-person – I don't really know how to describe it game. It is on Game Pass for those of you who have Xbox. I'm pretty sure it's on all platforms. Um, Yeah,
1: it's it's on Game Pass. Uh, I think it's super cheap no matter where you get it because it came out a while ago, but – uh, yeah play it wherever and then we'll be discussing it of the last on the last podcast of the month. It'll actually, be August
0: 26th.
1: Actually no, it'll be Or do you September want to go September 2nd?
0: 2nd. You
1: want to yes. go September 2nd? Okay. September 2nd we will be discussing All of Prey. So make sure you you don't have to beat the game obviously. We're going to try to beat the game. I don't know if all of us will cuz we there's a lot of games to play. And uh, we all have
0: like other things that happen in our lives yeah
1: play enough to get a feel for the game and Mm -hmm. we'll be discussing it and then and we'll try and avoid spoilers and then at the end of the month when we talk about the game you can make the decision whether or not you want to play it based on our discussion
0: yeah so since we're done with housekeeping pat what have you been playing this week
1: so i finally beat my friend pedro
0: and when i look back at it and i think
1: about it it's probably not a long game But it felt very long. And to me... Like, not in a good way, right? Yeah. It's like they added a bunch of stuff to the middle that didn't necessarily need to be there. It kind of overstayed its welcome. I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Like, basically... As you go through each level, the, each level has like a theme, like you're running through the sewers or you're running through like a train or something like that. And they throw more and more stuff at you. Like at one point, you're on a skateboard. At one point, uh, you are, have an umbrella, that, a hat that's uh, kind of like an umbrella that rotates, that lets you levitate up and down. It, just crazy shit that they throw at you. And that stuff is useful for that one level. And then it pretty much never comes back at least most of the things that they throw at you never come back. That sucks. Yeah, so uh, it's cool, but the, at, at some point it's just too much. I only used like four moves that I could use to get passed through pretty much everybody mm. uh, at any point in time. I feel like they were adding stuff to the game to artificially increase the length to make you feel like it was more worth your value for the, and it was only like I, I pre-ordered it, which gave me like $3 off. So I think it was like only 17 bucks or something like that. Uh, so obviously it's not a game that needs to be super long to be worth it in the first place. But the longer it kept going, the longer I'm like, this is a worse game for it. So right. uh, if, if this game was like an hour or two shorter, if they had taken out a couple of levels or something like that, I feel like I would have given it a higher score, but after playing through all of it, I can't go higher than like a 6 out of 10. So
0: It's disappointing.
1: Yeah. And then uh, I've also been playing Prey, but should we save that discussion? Yeah, we can save that one? for
0: later. Yeah. For next month, actually. So. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Fire Emblem still, just kind of replaying that because it's... Like, Not gonna... the new one? No, no, no. Fire Emblem Sacred Stones for Game Boy Advance. Are you going to get the new one? I don't know. I don't this is the only fire Emblem game I've ever played and I love it. But there's,
1: this one the new one has three houses.
0: But does it have sacred stones? No, it's it's got well, three houses there. Well there you go. Stones <laughs> are a dime a dozen, but houses. These stones are literally <laughs> sacred. They're not a dime a dozen. Like there's actually five of them. And they're all <laughs> incredibly important. Whereas like I have only three houses. Like I don't know. So yeah, basically played that. Um played some Rocket League, jumped into the new Fortnite season that dropped because they just started season 10 this week I I got so excited I was like I opened it up and went to my trending and it was Titanfall 3 it was the number one thing trending for me and I was like oh my god it's happening and then I opened it up and it's because Fortnite season 10 has mechs that basically copy Titans and I was so pissed (laughs) Epic can go fuck off with that they're called Brutes and they're just essentially Titans. And I was furious. And the reason Titanfall 3 was trending was because everybody was like, you fucking copied Respawn and Titanfall. Like I was so mad. That's my soapbox rant for this. <laughs> I was furious, I was so upset. The first thing we're gonna discuss today is uh, more of a general Esports discussion, I guess, is the best way to go about this. So so for those of you who do not know, uh, the Fortnite World Cup was this past week. It was the first one uh, that Epic has done. And uh, 16-year-old, I believe his gamer tag is pronounced Booga or something like that. His name is Kyle Giersdorf. Uh, he is the champion of the first ever Fortnite World Cup for the solos. And he won $3 million in the process. So let's all feel poor for a second. A 16-year-old gaming savant basically is three million dollars richer than all of us. Right? Now. Yeah. So feel poor for a second. Um, so obviously neither of us are that big into
1: esports. Like we don't watch it or follow it like religiously. But I, I, I we watch know it here, here it. and there. Um, yeah. Like,
0: I've gone to esports events. Like, I went to the League of Legends North American Championships in 2016. Yeah. I'll watch FIFA occasionally, but I'm not like diehard. It's glued to my screen every yeah. week or something. Yeah. And,
1: like, occasionally I'll watch, like, the uh, Siege World Cup or something because yeah. they announce new characters. Yeah. Or, or like, rocket league does their stuff. championship yeah. series.
0: I've watched that a few so times. So,
1: it, it's something that if you're a gamer, you're aware of, and we know the impact it has on the gaming industry in general. Um, what was like obviously this is a big enough news story because Fortnite's huge a kid a 16 year old kid win, winning three million dollars is huge that it crossed over into like the mainstream news mm-hmm. so the next day like after this happened that monday morning Uh, I'm driving to work, and I have the radio on, and then they're talking about it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this fucking kid won... Well, they didn't say fucking, but this kid won $3 million for playing a game at Fortnite? The little kids are playing on their phone? Like, I don't understand. This is stupid. I can't believe anybody would watch this or whatever. And then one of the people on the radio (laughs) are like... I don't understand how anybody can sit there and watch other people play a game that you can play yourself. And I'm just—that's literally
0: entertainment.
1: No, I'm like, I'm driving. I'm literally
0: screaming at my radio. I'm like, "Football is a game, you idiots!" No, I know. Like that's what like, like no, no, no. But, but like, so I'm going to extrapolate that to all entertainment. You pay to go watch people do things they're good at, whether that's going to a concert, going to the opera, going to like a dance competition or whatever. You are paying to watch people do the things they're good at and yeah. the best people in the world are doing those things exactly. at a professional level yeah. he is the best Fortnite solo player on the planet that's what it comes down to there is nobody better than him right now as far as being a solo champion, he's the best one. And I'm not going to go into, like, the specifics of how it went down. There was, like, a point system or something. Like, I guess yeah. he was a champion before the final game had happened. It was a formality. Well, what
1: they like, did was they didn't want to just do the standard Fortnite because people could just hide in a bush right. until the end and then win that way. So, so what was they like did was for, like kills points or... for kills and, like, you know, doing stuff i don't know yeah. there's a point system right. and basically out of multiple games he had the highest number of points but he like ended a with wide like, margin he
0: ended with like 59
1: and the next highest was like 32 or something yeah like it that. was
0: a de- it was an absolute de- demolition on his part yeah basically um but i guess for more of the logistical things uh it took place in new york at the arthur Ashe stadium which i believe is the tennis stadium in new york
1: which was sold out the entire, entire week
0: weekend. weekend for and, esports for esports and
1: that's what these radio idiots are talking couldn't about. grasp they're um, like i don't understand how people would go to see that i'm like the same reason you, you go, go to football to games. games exactly yeah, like um what's the difference there there isn't and that's the point and one, of, <laughs> one of them had the audacity to say like doesn't it take more skill to play football than it is does to play games, though? That's the
0: stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. They had different skill sets entirely. Exactly. Like, and you can't say... One is more skilled than the other. Yeah, because essentially what you're saying is anybody who
1: can play football can, can immediately really play Fortnite, because it takes more skill to do that. Exactly. No, that's fucking stupid. Video
0: <laughs> games involve, obviously, reaction time, but fast twitch muscles and reflexes, and muscle and memory. And
1: adaption to the thing, because exactly. you're, you're playing against humans, just like a, like a football game right but it's like your ability those to games outwork. exactly well those games also get updated regularly like fortnite every week pretty much oh yeah okay happen frequently the meta game changes yeah. so you have to not you can't just keep using the same strategy and
0: expect to win you have to be well versed in like everything basically. exactly and then master everything and then be better than everyone else at everything exactly um so it took place at arthur ash like we said it had at one point 2.3 million concurrent viewers and that was on YouTube and Twitch alone. Like, that's what Epic said. It was just on YouTube and Twitch. It doesn't count Mixer, or any of it, nothing else. Just YouTube and Twitch at 2.3 million viewers. So there, it quite conceivably was more than that. Um, the greater question becomes, and it, it's because of what these people on the radio and people who don't quite understand the concept are saying, is that I will not say that esports are sports. I will not go that far. I, I just don't – It's literally a sport. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I more disagree with the like archaic definition of sports, but that's besides the point. I don't think baseball is a sport. I don't think golf is a sport and neither is NASCAR. But that's that's a different conversation to be had. I just offended a lot of people who like baseball. I don't know how you could like baseball, but that's besides the point. Um, but esports are here to stay. Yeah, that is not, a thing that is going to be around for quite some time. Not only that,
1: they've been gaining steam. There's fucking colleges that are doing
0: scholarships. E- e- scholarships, scholarships. And like,
1: they're doing like eSport labs. So they have like computer labs dedicated with gaming yeah, when PCs. I was at,
0: when I was at Ohio State, they did LAN parties for like Smash, Brawl, like Rocket League. They did that kind of stuff yeah. like all the time they're Um, having
1: stadiums because they know people will come and watch this like Like. when i
0: went to the league of legends championship that was at the air canada center i'm like it was insane the entire arena was sold out it was absolutely insane yeah it was crazy and like that was my first like exposure to like an esports event that i'd like that i'd been to because i'd watched it and streamed it but i'd actually like attended one it is no different than any other sporting event as far as like, there are fans for both sides. People go crazy when the plays happen. Exactly. Happening. Like, it's no different. Merchandise than any... selling yeah. is huge. Yeah. Like, Advertisements everywhere. This was in Toronto. So, yeah. Like, Companies all over the place. Like, company
1: sponsored gamers. Like, hey, you're going to wear the Nike
0: shirt the next time exactly. you're playing Madden. Well, because well, it's even gotten to the point where like professional teams, like, like, especially for FIFA, and that's like where I've seen it, but like, like Barcelona have their own team for. Esports now, yeah, and it's like gotten to this point where like major, like obviously because overseas soccer is the biggest thing. Major soccer clubs have their own esports teams now, and this is where it's going. Like here in the states, like I'm pretty sure the Golden State Warriors have a couple like esports players that have signed for them. Or something. Yeah, there's
1: uh, the league for uh, Overwatch. Yeah, isn't there?
0: Oh, yeah. There's leagues for like everything. It's ridiculous. I think it's something that people who aren't really into video games and Aren't a fan of esports. This is just well, something they have to come to grips with. This is what's going to happen. Like it's
1: like that fucking stigma that gaming is specifically for this small group of like nerds, nerds basically. That, right when
0: it's it's expanded so much, wider so much
1: past that. Well, yeah. well,
0: that that stigma like was also like just inherently false because so many people played video games. It, it wasn't just. Down to like nerds or whatever, like like And all it's grown like,
1: exponentially it since has. then with mobile gaming, with
0: social media. The ease like. of that,
1: it's going to continue to grow with Stadia coming out.
0: Exactly. And what's a huge portion
1: of Stadia? Stadia is one of their pillars is viewing. Like, right. You have a stream of the game, game. coming to you yeah. and a stream for the video going out. out, out. So, you exactly. can tw- so people, yeah. yeah, you can stream at the same time you're gaming. Yeah, like,
0: it's incredible.
1: They've literally worked the idea of people watching you play into their, their system, system. Like, exactly
0: so i i think it's great that it's getting this kind of exposure um because i mean it, it had like like it's big but like it took Fortnite for it to get into the mainstream news which isn't surprising um well, like because Fortnite for is huge, literally like, the biggest game on the planet right? exactly right? So, so like that that wasn't surprising in and of itself but um but the event the event itself was massive and the fact that it spilled over into mainstream media is awesome and it's crazy. The like the um the prize for the entire tournament that Epic was giving away a hundred million dollars. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is like madness. The, like, the tenth
1: place person won six figures. Yeah. Like, that's like, ridiculous. I
0: remember like I saw a video it was like this um I think it was like a fifteen year old or something was like crying with his dad because he had won $900,000. Like, that is that is insane. Like, that is absolutely insane. Um,
1: yeah, like, there's these kids who literally devote their life to this one game, get really good at it, like, so let's say Overwatch, and then win a bunch of these tournaments, and then, like, retire at 20, and then just stream. And, like, that's a legitimate career now. Yeah. Like,
0: and, and it's come with the generation like with our generation but more so this generation that's coming up that has just grown up on gaming and the way that technology has advanced to allow them to be able to game in like such a way. That's why it's blown up this way.
1: Yeah, like Ninja just announced that he's going. He's going from, to Mixer. Yeah, he's Twitch t- to exclusively to Mixer. to Mixer, and that was Which is huge. huge. It was huge news for everybody. And yeah, I'm sure he got like. Oh, he got paid. Twenty million. He got paid. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> for sure.
1: When Twitch became huge, Twitch made you sign exclusivity deals. So when you're streaming live, it has to be through Twitch for you to make the money that you do on Twitch. So, when he first started doing for Twitch, obviously it was the biggest thing at at the time. time. So, he signed with. But now
0: Twitch is like all about monetizing yourself and stuff like that. He wants to focus more on streaming, I guess. Well,
1: that and like I think the way Twitch works is like for consecutive days of streaming, you hmm. get a certain amount of money. And then if you don't, if you miss a day or something, that goes down and you have to rework it up or whatever. So mixer doesn't have any of that baggage right so i feel like because he wanted to take breaks Breaks. from time to time and stuff like that But you can't
0: blame him like these are their jobs like and it's not like what we can do where we go to our jobs and we go do other shit and we unwind by gaming gaming is his job how is he gonna unwind he needs to take a break like he needs to step away from the screen so
1: and uh obviously mixer gave him a shit ton of money like microsoft and mixer and mixer is also doing a lot more like creative and inventive things with their stream, like more interaction with your people viewing people Mm. in the chat. Uh, I think I saw like you can virtually pass the controller to your, one of your viewers or whatever and stuff. I'm not sure if Twitch has that same feature. Plus the, uh, the amount of like lag on the stream is like minuscule on mixer than it Mm. is to Twitch. And Twitch really had no competition, so it had no reason to do, like, innovate like that. Yeah. Now it, like, obviously a bunch of people are going to switch over. I think I know, he beat like, his average viewer count on Twitch on Mixer the first time he
0: yeah.
1: streamed or whatever. I know, so,
0: like, like the streaming stuff I've been watching, I've been watching on Mixer just because it has it right there on the Xbox. Yeah, and Mixer, so Mixer also, mm.
1: Microsoft has been promoting Mixer and giving you free shit to watch it. Like, when I watched... Yeah. Uh, Gamescom last year, because Gamescom's coming up this year again. Uh, I think I got DLC for like Sea of Thieves or something like that, just because I watched yeah, on it on Mixer. So oh, that's nice. Yeah,
0: it's just big, and it's yeah, it's I get it's it's just where it's just where media is going. Like this is now something that like, cause it, it used to be like on the fringes of like ESPN. Like they used to have like Heroes of the of the Storm like college tournaments and stuff like that that would be on like espn at like eleven thirty at night because it was happening on the west coast and people would be like why is this on espn it's not a sport or whatever like i don't think it's for but it's still a competition and it's competitive and it does get intense when you watch it and if you attend these events it, you can feel the tension like in the arena it's legitimate yeah so and I, I think I, it's great that it's gonna just, spill over like that
1: like, obviously, I would rather play a game than watch someone play a game. Right. Like, but I also see the reason people would rather watch the game than play the game because right. maybe you can't do, do the shit things. that they're doing.
0: Like, it's like, like just I love, like football. Right. Or like, just like, like I love playing soccer. I played soccer for like almost 22 years now. Actually, just over 21 years. But, like, I watch soccer every weekend because they're professionals. And they do things I couldn't even dream of doing no matter how many years I've trained. It's the exact same thing for video games. Or, like, going to a concert or something. So, um, yeah, I think the only
1: difference there is the people that you're looking up to in eSports, you might actually get a chance to play against or play with because they're playing... Playing
0: the game at the same time. You could play against them if you hop into the same Fortnite lobby. Yeah, exactly. It's just completely random, so... You never know. Um I, I just think that I mean also you're right, like the stigma it's like it's childish to play video games. It's like it isn't anymore. Definitely like, like if if anything changed from with this, it's that it's not childish to play video games anymore. You now have children making more money than most people could ever dream of. Yeah. Community questions. Huh? For those of you who don't know what community questions is, uh what we do is we go out into the typically Reddit. And we will ask the community a question, and you guys will answer it. Okay, so the question that we asked was, your favorite canceled TV show is being resurrected, but as a video game. So what's the show? What is the game genre, and who's developing it? So, Pat, since this was your question, I will let you yeah. say yours.
1: So I really want Rockstar to get the, a license for a little TV show that was on NBC called The Black Donnellys, which was basically about these four irish brothers living in new york trying to like go against up the the italian and like the irish mob basically and the first episode is like one of the f- best f- like pilot episodes of any series i've ever seen and it got canceled after like 10 or like 13 episodes basically like the first season on a huge cliffhanger and the, i think the reason it got canceled is because it was it was on NBC when it really should have been on an HBO or something like that, where they could have sh- shown some of this, like more adult themes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and it didn't get the viewing I think it should have. And I feel like Rockstar taking that license and making an open world third person game, like what they're good at, right. could do wonders for those characters and just continuing that story. Because I don't think you can get realistically that show was like 2000. Six or something like that. So I don't think you can get all those characters back. Uh, a young Olivia Wilde was actually uh, the female lead on that. So I don't think you can get all those stars back to do, like, reunite, to do another season or something like that. But doing a game is much easier because you render the people and then you can do, like, sound like Yeah, like Rockstar doing a, a game like that would be great, I think. A more mature... Adult, I guess yeah. GTA is pretty mature, but, like, a more drama oriented gta
0: right oh that'd be very cool i never saw the black donnelly's i apologize absolutely
1: should watch the first episode and i guarantee you'll be hooked
0: i'll be hooked and then i'll have to end it on a cliffhanger so why would i do that like why would i do that to myself that first episode is great so the tv show i selected would be was futurama they completed the show but it was canceled twice god knows how that happened
1: so the (laughs) second time was it canceled or was it like we're gonna end it
0: then they got picked back up by comedy central
1: no no i'm talking the first time was fox that was definitely canceled yeah
0: fox definitely canceled it when
1: it was like the last episode that aired on comedy central felt like an ending no spoilers if you haven't seen it yet but it it really tied up the end yeah so was that canceled or was that
0: the show was canceled at one point so i'm like counting that okay um i I'm kind of cheating the question. it was a cancelled show. it technically ended. I don't think it like it ended as being cancelled anyway it was cancelled by Fox those bastards. I would want it to be obviously like in an intergalactic setting but I don't want like the intergalactic part like traveling from planet to planet to the open world I would want that to just be like a fast travel that kind of thing traveling to different planets or nebulas and like doing stuff in those areas um, I said I'd want to have naughty dog develop it um i couldn't really think of like gaming studios that would be similar like in like an animation style i know they've done crash Bandicoot and jack and daxter yeah so i was like kind of going down that route far less as like the uncharted but or the last of us or- with everything
1: i've seen on the outer worlds i think obsidian would be a good choice too Right.
0: but i haven't played outer worlds yet so i'm not sure but it does look like new vegas
1: huh have you played new vegas yeah yeah that same type of humor and stuff they're, they're right. really good at comedy writing yeah
0: so. so obsidian isn't a bad shout either actually I do like how they do their animation, and Obsidian is very good as well. So either one of those would work. Um,
1: Like, seven people said Firefly?
0: Yeah, a bunch of people said Firefly. Um, Welch724 said Telltale Game presents Arrested Development which hit home for Pat because yeah. Pat loves Arrested Development. And
1: Arrested Development is kind of cheating too because it was canceled by Fox because Fox apparently cancels great shows. And then picked up by Netflix, it just aired its uh, second half of its fifth season. So I'm hoping there's more Arrested coming, but obviously the first three seasons were great. And once you cancel a show and then they're they're on a hiatus and they come back, it loses some of that magic. Mm-hmm.
0: So... um. I think Crees with several E's. One eight five A said Santa Clarita Diet. It
1: was a Netflix show that was just canceled.
0: As a mostly linear, story-driven narrative, such as Life is Strange. He didn't say the developer there. But, he did not.
1: Uh, I could see uh, you need somebody with a like comedy to do that. Insomniac. Insomniac. I think Insomniac would be a good choice for that. And yes, Santa Carlita Diet was kind of like a guilty pleasure for me. It wasn't an amazing show, but the fucking the daughter and the neighbor kid who was like the nerdy friend.
0: That was the zombie show, right? Where like the mom was dead but she had to eat people to stay alive. And the dad
1: was great. Pretty much everybody except Drew Barrymore's character was great on that show. Oh, I
0: like Drew Barrymore.
1: Yeah, but her character was the least interesting, even though she was, was the one the main. Who was the
0: Oh, really? That's, a, the that's unfortunate.
1: The dad was great, uh, played by uh, Timothy Oliphant. And then his daughter, the, the daughter's reaction with the parents was great, too, like...
0: Like, the whole family at one point they like, figured out right that she was
1: oh, okay, yeah, the whole like, family like, knew the first right? episode okay. they figured that out. So and... then it
0: was just about like, How are we gonna murder all these people? So yeah, that our the, mom can that's live. what
1: the show is all about. Then the neighbor kid finds out, and then he's trying to help, and he has like a crush on the daughter. And like, uh-huh.
0: it's it a good show, honestly.
1: Hashiramid, I don't know uh, what that name is, but he said I
0: think it's Hashirammed
1: whatever (laughs) uh he said daredevil similar to arkham games and developed by rocksteady i would 100
0: percent buy that game and then let's see a few people several people did say firefly
1: yeah uh esc one one or one two two one said firefly open verse bounty hunting smugglers with third person shooter heists on playable worlds Think Rebel Galaxy with more stealth slash evasion slash strategy and less pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> then you get your core action loop on planet like Payday mixed with The Division. CD Projekt Red throws money at, at my own screen, own screen after typing this. this. <laughs> and then other people commented, I'm throwing money at your screen right now, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. No, those are some very good shots on there. So, good question, Pat. Well done. So, yeah. So, that was our community question. So, our second and final topic of the week. It's weird only having two topics, but we're going to roll with it. Mm -hmm. Call of Duty had their multiplayer reveal. Infinity Ward released the gameplay trailer for the multiplayer for the upcoming Call of Duty, which is called Modern Warfare. Not to be confused with Call of Duty Modern Warfare. There's no way that'll be confusing.
1: Yeah, so there's now two games that are going to be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Mm -hmm. There's already two games called Doom.
0: There's two games called Battlefront 2. and battlefront Battlefront 1
1: and there's two games called god of war have we just run out of names for video games that they're now recycling names like because whenever you want to reference doom you got to say doom Doom 2016 right we have to now call this
0: call of duty modern warfare 2019 yeah well we have to call this (laughs) so thank you for all you people who make video games for making our lives infinitely easier with your naming schemes current warfare What's wrong with that? That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you avoid all the confusion. I understand that, but then it's like modern day warfare. Modern day warfare, even more current warfare, like <laughs> happening right now. Warfare. warfare. <laughs> and then what are you going to do for like back in the day warfare? There you go, <laughs> slightly in the future warfare. <laughs> exactly. Activision hire us to name. We're, your we're games. doing a great job. <laughs> so what Infinity Ward has done with this. Multiplayers that they're committing to more realism and they have done what we'll call significant multiplayer changes. So we'll go through some of the more uh, changes here, or er, some of the more changes, some of the more significant changes here. But we're not um, going to go too in depth. Yeah, you, we're just going to kind of like, like, none
1: of us, like, neither of us are Call of Duty fans, s- like, super hardcore.
0: Chances. It, we have Chance's notes here, who's at yeah. the Cactus Festival or whatever the hell it's called. Chance
1: was supposed to be here, but he had to leave early for the Cactus and Lamppost festival. So, uh, we do have his notes. We're not going to go as in-depth as we would have if Chance, Chance was, was here because he's our Call of Duty expert. Uh, but we're kind of just going to skim through the major stuff here and then talk about just the impact in a whole.
0: Yeah. So, the biggest thing that they talked about in the multiple, or like one of the most important things they said was the kill streaks that came out yeah slash are bringing back or however It was score streaks for a while there it was score streaks for a while now they've gone back to kill streaks, which might like be off-putting for people who like struggle to get consecutive kills. I think they still have the hardline perk though, so your kill streaks cost one less now, so you instead of getting to five you only need to get to four, for example. so the big one that is I believe coming back as a throwback to the previous call of duty modern warfare um is the nuke or the moab. so if you get your twenty five kill streak you get the nuke that ends the game. I was never good enough at Call of Duty to get a twenty-five kill streak, so I never got to experience that. Which I think, like, fucks it, the game up for everybody, right? Yeah, but like, if you let an opponent kill you twenty-five times, like as a team, you probably deserve to lose. <laughs> yeah, but I've actually seen people slash be on the other side. Like, if you if you went twenty-five kills, you probably deserve to win.
1: Yeah, right? but I've like, seen people get twenty-five kills in a row. When they were on the losing side, and then they ended the game, and then they still lost,
0: <laughs> like well, it ends the game in the moment. Right? Yeah, but so like, they lose because so they're losing. Gotta, so you just gotta save do. it
1: until you catch up. Like I don't know. I think it's it's a
0: stupid kill streak. I mean, don't at me, folks. His at is Kingslayer four <laughs> one five on Twitter. <laughs> 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 they're gonna come after you now. <laughs> like you are a dead man. <laughs> um, they also have a um. A tank score, stre- or, excuse yeah. me, kill streak. So, the f- for the first time, they've had
1: vehicles in the multiplayer. They've had vehicles in Blackout, mm-hmm. and actually, maybe not for the first time, because I think Call of Duty World at War maybe had a vehicle at some point. I remember people talking about it. I was playing Halo 3 still. so You we um, were playing the better game. Yeah, exactly. So. It, it's a big deal that now you actually have a drivable vehicle in mm. the actual multiplayer part of it. Yeah. And they said somebody can hop on the back in the gunner
0: section and mm-hmm. do whatever gunners do. Yeah. Shoot things. Uh they brought the juggernaut um kill streak, I think, back. I think they had it before this is to counteract the vehicles though. there's a beefier, like heavily armored with a minigun individual with like a with like a Gatling gun, minigun yeah. thing that he's holding. So. so just to name a few. Um Let's see, other significant changes. You can mount weapons now on walls and around corners or peeking over objects. Brand new engine, they said. Mm-hmm. Which they didn't say what the name of the engine was, so that's probably what in-house but they, right? they, they kept
1: referencing photogrammetry, where they're like mm-hmm. scanning real-world objects into the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked good from the stream, but it played very much like the old Call of Duties from what I saw.
0: Yeah, uh, I saw like a couple people it, like but. that were playing it. And like reviewing and stuff like that, they like completely forgot that they could even mount weapons, and it wasn't something they used very often. But they said that might just be something that, with repetition and learning how to use it well, it would be something they use. But initially, it's not something that they were using frequently.
1: Gunsmith is something a new feature that they're bringing here, which basically. Every gun has a shit ton of different attachments, and you're not just limited to, I think it was like the pick 10, and they went to 12, and then 15. Something like that, yeah. Basically, counting your perks and the attachments and your gun, you could have like 10 or 15 points Mm -hmm. in the old Call of Duty games. Now they've taken this away. You can have as many attachments as you want on your guns, Mm -hmm. as long as you've earned
0: them. Right. I think it's like 30 to 60 attachments or something like that
1: per gun or I think like total total that they have like total attachments that they have like, or that you can earn at like some point or more depth. Like even though you and an opponent have the same gun, right? Because you have different attachments,
0: Mm -hmm. it will feel different. Speaking of that, like an opponent having, a gun, they have a copy loadout. So like if we were playing against each other and you killed me, I could copy your loadout. So all the attachments, everything you use on your gun. And then I can use that. If I, if I have earned all those things, I think. And, And the thing about that is you can edit your, loadouts
1: in the game instead of you have to going back to the menu menu. and stuff so like if you if you keep dying and you're like fuck i should have added a different scope to this gun you can do that after you die instead of waiting for the next game or having to quit the game and yeah so that's really nice it's more realistic and then they they said there's a a night map
0: yeah so that's like completely under like night vision goggles is
1: that just the one map or is that
0: all maps that have that Uh, So it says here, game supports day and night version of several maps. Several maps. It does not say all, all, but it is a very cool dynamic to actually do it at night. Obviously, laser pointers and stuff like, or laser sights and stuff like that are going to be far more dangerous to use. Yeah,
1: and then they've added a bunch of new modes. There's a two-on-two gunfight mode, which is like smaller, like 30 to 60 second rounds that are not only about killing but also like gathering an objective right something like that it it seems interesting that's probably the one that like caught my eye the most then there's this the standard 6v6 they have 10v10 20v20 and then they said there's a hundred person mode which is called ground war Mm -hmm. which i'm assuming is 50v50 probably yeah they they definitely they said there's no battle royale as of now And they said the Blackout isn't coming back for this one. So that's kind of like.
0: I remember we were having that discussion when Blackout came out, if that was something they were going to keep. Yeah, I thought they just carried
1: Blackout over. Like, you buy this game, you get Blackout as well. Mm -hmm. They might still do that. But yeah, so Infinity Ward themselves are not making a Battle Royale. So. There is crossplay, which we kind of discussed when they announced this. Uh, they did demo crossplay there, and basically they were saying like it worked flawlessly. Like they had, so let's talk a little bit about the way they announced this because yeah. this was it was interesting. really
0: interesting. It was really cool.
1: What they did was they had thirty different streamers that they invited to this warehouse that had like all these computers and consoles and everything set up, and each. Streamer was streaming themselves, and then they had the official stream. So, in the official stream, thirty-one
0: total streams happening. Yeah, in the official
1: stream, they had the three people who knew about the game talking about it, and they kept switching views from Mm -hmm. different people while the game was going on. And you know, talking a little bit about this streamer really likes this. We're probably going to see something like that. And then, if you followed a certain streamer like uh, Shroud or something, you could Mm -hmm. watch their stream. Who
0: are the streamers that were there? I were there don't, any major ones? I don't know if Chance wrote them down. I know Shroud was there. That's the, and then this guy named Skadoodle. I, I don't really watch a lot of these streamers.
1: So a lot of these names, I'm like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> so Chance has here Myth, Doc, Shroud. So those are your three streamers. Dr.
1: Disrespect. Yeah.
0: yeah and know? then um, Kyle Kuzma, NBA basketball player for the Lakers. Well, yeah, I they had some traded. celebrities there. Um, yeah. I can't remember. Uh, Clay Thompson was there. I guess some of the women's U.S. soccer team were there. I don't know, I didn't see the stream, so I'm taking Chance's word for it, but yeah, so...
1: So normally when they announce or like reveal a game like this, it's usually just like here's a trailer, and here's a multiplayer trailer, and here's a couple people talking about it for like five minutes, Mm -hmm. like kind of reminiscent of like that GTA Online trailer, Mm -hmm. where they're showing gameplay, and then they have that one girl like welcome to the world of GTA Online and they're talking about it. Right. Uh, This one, they had these streamers doing it, and then kind of going back to our last discussion about esports being a thing, like this flood was flooding Twitch, Twitch. and whatever. Yeah.
0: It's hard to like not YouTube. put esports and streaming like hand in hand right now. Yeah, because obviously esports and these streamers that com- like that compete in esports. That's not just all they do when they're not competing; they're streaming. Yeah, and they so, have their fan base. And they have like, their fan base. They yeah. have their advertise or like not advertise like their sponsorships and all that stuff. That were like, hey, you're getting paid to stream and do this stuff. So, um, it's hard not to put them hand in hand. So it was cool to see it be announced in this way i wonder if this will be like a precursor to other games being released or announced. yeah i mean we've seen stuff
1: we've seen stuff similar to this like uh when they had the battlefield one e3 ea play thing yeah they had a bunch of celebrities come over but at that point they only had one stream right this is like everybody was allowed to stream stream their own so, Which is incredible because yeah, like you're flooding the market with, with your content. So exactly. anybody who goes to tw- Twitch is going to see like 30, 30 streams, streams of it happening from all these big streams. And you're hitting
0: all the – or not all, obviously. You're hitting as many audiences as you can at once. Yeah. Like, if, like let's say – I mean most people will follow all of these streamers. But let's say you follow Shroud and not Myth. Well, then you're seeing Shraz, and if vice versa, you're seeing Myths, and then you're seeing the officials. So they're hitting all the audiences that they can at one time, which is incredible. Exactly. So
1: It, it gets you a huge ton of exposure. It gets the information out there. It's it definitely gets, brilliant on
0: their part. Yeah, like, it
1: gets all the gameplay out there in like a huge way. So, yeah, I, I definitely see them doing this for every Call of Duty from now on mm-hmm. and the other games adopting this as well. Uh, what's interesting here is that this is the first major AAA game, unless you count Fortnite, that is going to be supporting cross-play. Yeah. Th- this is doing it at launch. Like, that's one of their yeah, main
0: pillars. that's huge.
1: Cross-play supported and no season pass, they said. So everything is going to be free, I assume. But this is still Activision, so we're not sure.
0: <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna be kind of shaky on that for now we'll see what they say and see what happens so. what they did
1: say about because a lot of people had questions on you know how the crossplay is gonna work are you gonna be able to invite people and all that stuff yeah. basically what they said is if you're playing on xbox in a, in a party of just xbox people the algorithm is going to match you with only xbox, xbox people. people if you're playing if you invite like your PlayStation 4 person, your mm-hmm. friend.
0: It'll mix with Xbox and PlayStation?
1: No, now you're in a, a crossplay party. So it could so include, any cross So it play, could include a PC as well. Yes, at that point okay. you might play against PC people or have PC people on your team. If you're only playing... They also said because now Xbox supports keyboard and mouse uh, and obviously keyboard and mouse has the advantage over controller. Basically what they said is if you're using a keyboard and mouse... On an Xbox, it'll pair you up with PC people or other people using keyboard, keyboard and mouse. mouse. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay. Very cool. Is that like? I guess they would just know that you have a keyboard and mouse connected, yeah, and because that's because the control scheme, scheme would change. changes when yeah. you
1: plug a different input device in. Okay. So if the the reverse is also true, so if you're on PC, PC and you're only playing with and you're PC playing with people. a controller,
0: oh, it'll pair you up cool. with
1: console people. Oh, yeah. interesting. So, that that's an interesting thing. I wouldn't have thought that they could do that and yeah. like have it work well, but they're like, yeah, it's working and everybody on the stream was saying like on the streams it wasn't all PC people. There's some PC people, there's mm-hmm. some people playing on console, there's some people playing on Xbox, PS4, PC. They did say at least the majority of the consensus was that People playing on PC didn't didn't have a huge advantage by having a keyboard and mouse. Like the people playing on console were holding Holding their their own. own. But again, these are like skilled players.
0: These are are some of the best video gamers. Yeah. We'll put it like that.
1: But from what what I've heard is it doesn't make that big of a difference. Like you're not going to be completely shredded by someone playing on keyboard and mouse. Obviously, I'm not. A huge fan of Call of Duty. I'm
0: actually interested in getting this one, though. I'm interested in the campaign part of it. I, I like a good campaign. I love... So, the first Call of Duty I got was Black Ops 1. I absolutely love that campaign. I have never played a Call of Duty um, campaign. The Black Ops 1 campaign was good. I got World War 2, I think it was. Call, yeah. I got World War 2. That one was, that campaign was okay. I do like that they're endeavoring to make the campaign really dark. Yeah, so they're um, trying and to try show, to show the the gruesome nature of war. Yeah, it's um, not so, glorifying
1: it anymore. They're going for yeah. like a darker, grittier tone, like for more of an
0: adult audience. So there was some backlash. There was a kill yeah. streak that they're going to be putting in the multiplayer. Well, so
1: what happens is like at a certain moment in the campaign. Mm-hmm. You go through a, a field of that, that's been, like, littered with white phosphorus. phosphorus yeah. And white phosphorus, phosphorus, if you don't know, is highly controversial because using it against civilians or a highly populated area is, is a, war, a crime. war
0: crime. But using it against soldiers is not. Yeah. And the danger with white phosphorus is that even after it's been deployed, it can still be, like, reignited after, like, weeks of being deployed. So the danger is still present. Yeah, it's
1: pretty volatile.
0: So, um now, like the backlash obviously is that well,
1: they're using that in, in the campaign in to, show, to show the
0: realism of war. It's not a glorified yeah. thing. Like this is how awful it can be. Exactly. And I think it's obviously we don't know, but it's also to kind of show like there's like two sides to it. And there's like, there's like moments where you kind of have to grapple with your own morality. Like, is it worth using this or kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, and
1: so. back off the line, it has a scene that uses white phosphorus and it's done very well. Like, it's not showing that fuck yeah we're using white phosphorus or anything. It's showing like the horrors of war and like is making a statement with this. I think Call of Duty campaign, the Modern Warfare campaign, is trying to go for that same mm-hmm. idea. What people have an issue with is that when they were announcing these kill streaks, one of the kill streaks was is white, white phosphorus.
0: phosphorus. Now it's not nearly as realistic or as gruesome in the multiplayer mode. It's just... Was That's what they the, said. Yeah, yeah that is what they said. more the, s-
1: the smoke yeah. aspect yeah. of it. and it's
0: a quick and it does damage and like that. So you don't really... You don't see it graphically. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure the campaign, they're going to try to show you as graphically as they possibly can. And to really kind of... <laughs> Send the message home that this is not a good thing. War is bad. It is dangerous and it is gruesome. So,
1: yeah, people are just saying it's like jarring. Like, you have this darker, authentic single player mode, mm-hmm. and then juxtaposed you're gonna have,
0: with a fun, goofy.
1: Yeah, you're going to have these like 13 year old kids running around using this kill streak and stuff like that. I personally don't think of it as too much of an issue, right? Because. You need to be able to detach yourself from that because Call mm-hmm. of Duty is a game. And yes, games can be art. Yes. But there's multiple sides to it. I think games
0: are art. I think there's no way to put it. Games are art. It's yeah. a medium. It is a but medium. Not so.
1: every game is art.
0: I think any creation is art music, painting, video. Like it's all art. I would, I
1: would argue. It has an
0: artistic art. license. So.
1: I would argue when you're using that to make a message, yes. Like God of War is art. Right. But, let's say, Tetris. I wouldn't say that's art. It's art. No. I'm making a beautiful think,
0: pile of bricks. I think
1: that's purely entertainment. That's purely a game.
0: Yeah, okay, I understand the what you're, saying. So you're saying. like, Call are Duty, in a message, like, those are... Yeah. yeah, okay, so I get what you're saying with that. One you're is trying pure to convey something. Value. You're trying yeah, to convey exactly. something. Exactly,
1: and I think that's what they're trying to do with the campaign. But they have a different team working on the campaign than they do with the multiplayer. The multiplayer. And Call of Duty... Most people get it for the multiplayer, multiplayer right. and they know what they're getting with the multiplayer. Right.
0: I, I, they, I, they've I, hired
1: new writers from, like, Naughty Dog and, like, people who've worked on Uncharted and mm-hmm. uh, The Last of Us and things like that to get a more... Art
0: Authentic, artistic...
1: Campaign, yeah. And I think in doing that, they uh, they, they don't want to lose, obviously, the the massive sales that they're getting mm-hmm. with normally what yeah. call of duty does so they need that multiplayer mode there people are like saying like w- it doesn't make sense to put both of those in the same package this argument doesn't really make sense to me like having them both in the same package because if you look at halo halo campaign is has been like a serious like
0: there's such a huge story with that like yeah
1: it's like a massive story master chief is such an iconic character then you go to multiplayer and he's teabagging people after he kills them like right. Obviously, that is in like direct
0: it's in direct contrast with each other, yeah, right? exactly,
1: so if that doesn't create an issue, why does this
0: yeah if if you're making a game like this, I almost say they have a responsibility, especially if they want to make an authentic campaign to show how gruesome it is,
1: yeah, and the fact that it doesn't
0: have to be over the top or extreme, yeah, but like, like they let, do have a responsibility to not sugarcoat it. Let's
1: say the campaign didn't have white phosphorus, but it was still a kill streak would people still have this same... I don't
0: think they would because you're not seeing it so gruesomely. But if you're hearing the news that we're having this campaign and we're going to show you it graphically, I think that's where the concern is. And then you're using it in a multiplayer mode where more people are using it, more kids are playing that rather than a campaign. Because I'm not in touch with the 13-year-olds of today, but the 13, 14-year-olds that are playing these games probably aren't interested in the story. They don't really care that much like, like the way we do because we grew up on campaigns where that was like the emphasis... Um, Like I have admitted
1: myself, I've never played a Call of Duty campaign. So like there's tons of people like me who just – the few Call of Duties I bought was only like I go right to multiplayer. Right. I know a ton of people who do that.
0: I'm I'm like the reverse? I go to the campaign immediately. I play the campaign. In Halo,
1: I will go to the campaign And then I'll go to the
0: multiplayer after that. Because
1: Call of Duty has always been like the mediocre Michael Bay action movie.
0: Right. As oh, there's so. there's absolutely in like every Call of Duty campaign I play. There's like ridiculous like super massive amounts of explosions yeah, that nobody like, would survive, but your character somehow survives a huge like, it.
1: Huge action set pieces for the sake of huge, huge action set, set pieces, pieces. pieces. Exactly. They've also had like shock moments for the sake of shock moments, like the No Russian uh, level in I think Modern Warfare Two, whatever it mm. was. I've never played that level, but I've seen people play it and talk about it and stuff. So that's you in the airport just gunning down civilians and stuff.
0: I, I also wonder, kind of in the same bin, and I know we've had the discussion about games being more immersive than other media, I wonder if people have the same thing like like have you ever seen like Act of Valor or like any war movie like that where it gets pretty graphic, do you have the same complaint? Like if they made a movie on war and you saw white phosphorus, would you complain about it? Probably not, because you can detach yourself from the movie. You should be able to do the exact same thing for a video game. Well,
1: yeah, and it's it's a mature game. It's made for the audience, but that doesn't mean another audience won't be exposed, exposed to it. To, right. Like we had to go see, or like uh, most schools show uh, Saving Private Ryan in mm-hmm. school. Like I saw Saving Private Ryan in school. Yeah, and that's an like that's showing the realistic of war. And like when mm-hmm. the guy's like picking up his own arm and like, you see all this happening as they yeah. go, like I also M-D saw dead. Or,
0: or like, uh, I also saw the movie glory.
1: Yeah. Like, exactly. That's pretty
0: ruthless and too.
1: Like to the audience, you can understand the message there, but I know some kids in my like because we went to go see it in the. Mm-hmm. They took us auditorium to a theater and like, yeah. auditorium and stuff. And obviously, there's the less mature kids who are like, "Oh my god, look at that! He his arm is falling off and stuff like that." And they're not getting the same out of it as what the person who made, made it the intended. Exactly. Like, so
0: why is this any different? Right. Because like. Yeah, I think like as they mature and get older they understand the dangers of it and this is like what's happening. And I I I don't think it's a bad idea at all. I don't, I'm not going to dog them at all for wanting to show a more authentic case of of war and what it is. We don't you don't really get to see that typically in in games like Call of Duty. So I applaud them for wanting to go down that route and have it be more serious and more authentic. So
1: Yep, and then that's that's their whole thing like we're not going to sugarcoat our
0: campaign right nor do they have an obligation to i i would go with the reverse and i would say if you're going to make a game like this you have an obligation to show how gruesome it is so you don't glorify it Mm -hmm. Um, i think that's the danger for games that don't do that they glorify this act or this event that's happening when they shouldn't and not i'm not saying that video game people that make war games or shooters like are glorifying those acts but like If you're going to go down the authentic route, that is a thing. You have an obligation to do it in a correct way.
1: And the multiplayer design director, Geoff Smith, basically said, like, yeah, the backlash for white phosphorus is louder now than in previous use of controversial weaponry.
0: But they use nukes. They've used
1: nukes and they've had flamethrowers and all this stuff. Have you
0: ever seen someone get hit with a flamethrower or seen what happens to people that get nuclear bombs dropped on them? It's horrible. Yeah, And that shit lasts for, I mean, especially nukes, that shit lasts for decades. Like, they still have radiation and all those kinds of crap happening, like in Japan, for example. Like, those kinds of, that's that's war. That's what happens. And you need to show it um, so people understand.
1: Yeah, and the only difference now being the fact that the campaign is taking that more gritty realism approach than past campaigns. So I, I don't see a reason. I think this is just people blowing stuff out of proportion I feel like it's
0: going to blow over yeah I don't think it's going to be a big big deal and I don't think it'll hurt like sales of this at all like if that's what this is
1: doing is keeping Call of Duty in the news yeah so I think this is good for them in the long run all all
0: publicity is good publicity yeah
1: yeah so another game that might be controversial when it comes out or it's controversial now because it hasn't come out is fucking Paper Mario Nintendo fucking make Paper Mario already And that's our quota.
0: That's your quota.
1: Speaking of Call of Duty, it comes out October 25th, 2019. If you pre-order, you get to play the beta. Yeah, you pre-order, you can play the beta. What's interesting is normally Call of Duty is going up against some other shooter. Mm -hmm. This year, I think it's the only shooter coming out.
0: Yeah, because like, I haven't heard anything. Holiday. About, I haven't heard anything about a battlefield.
1: Yeah, they would have announced a new battlefront or battlefield. I yeah. think they alternate. So last year was battlefield, so this year should, should have been be, battlefront. Uh, yeah, but I don't think that's coming out. Wow, so, the standalone shooter of the holiday. Yeah, season. There, there's no Halo. Yeah, because that'll be next. There's year. no Titanfall. God, that hurts. That hurts
0: so bad. There's there's Borderlands. Oh, 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 so,
1: but that's more of a looter shooter.
0: Yeah. So. So yeah. Esports are a thing. thing. Esports are
1: a thing. Call of Duty's making some moves. That's pretty much it for yeah. our show. Yeah. Good stuff.
0: Subpar Subtitles. Wow!
1: <laughs> we have a game that we like to end the podcast with called Subpar Subtitles. And that's S-U-B hyphen T-I-T-L-E. Uh, we basically take that idea that all these games like to name their game with the name of the franchise. Colon subtitle. So, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. What I've done is I've taken four real subtitles and I've added one fake one uh, normally, when we have everyone here, we they compete against each other. But today, it's Zach's chance to gain some headway against Rick. Yeah. So uh, I
0: know what the scores are because they haven't changed. Rick has twenty six, Chance has sixteen, and I have ten. We've stopped keeping track of Matt's score since he doesn't show up on the podcast ever. So I'm in last apparently.
1: <laughs> yep. So uh, what, what I'll do is I'll read these, and then Zach picks the one that he thinks is fake. So don't get mad at me when I get it wrong. Ride on the Edge, Trench Warfare, Final Resistance, Dogs and Cats, Genesis. So I'll say them again for you guys. Ride on the Edge, Trench Warfare, Final Resistance, Dogs and Cats, and Genesis.
0: I assume Genesis is spelled how it's supposed to be spelled? Yes. Okay, so it's not the Terminator movie. No. Okay. I'm gonna go with Trench Warfare. Trench Warfare. Solely on the basis that I think having a video game on Trench Warfare would be fucking terrible because you'd just be sitting there like they did an actual Trench Warfare. So that's my logic
1: going into it. Alright, so that's your final answer and now for the twist. You have the option to keep your answer. And you will get three points if it's correct. Right. Or you can choose, to say, all real or all fake. And if you say all real, or all fake, and that is indeed the case, mm-hmm. you get
0: double. So six. Six points. points. Yeah, I'm staying. You're staying. I'm staying. Okay.
1: All right. So let's let's look at this.
0: If it's all real or all fake, I'm gonna be so mad, dude. <laughs> like don't do that to me.
1: Tt Isle of Man, ri- ride on the edge. Uh-huh. Real game. Mm-hmm. Trench warfare. Not a real game. <laughs> C12, Final Resistance, a real game. Little Friends, Dogs and Cats, a real game. Interstellar Space, Genesis, a real game. Let's go! (laughs) Zach just got three points.
0: Woo, yeah! Scores are 13. 13, 16, 26 26. for some. I'm half of Rick's score now. I've gained significant ground on Chance. He's going to be so pissed when he listens to this. Yeah, Logic, coming through. <laughs>
1: the first time you've used the the first guy. time I've used
0: Logic on this entire fucking show. Remember,
1: start playing Prey because it's our...
0: It is our Gamers Club game of the month. Don't forget, we do have our bi-weekly giveaway Bonanza that's currently happening. Our pinned tweet is still on there. So-
1: Wolfenstein Youngblood.
0: Wolfenstein Youngblood is our game of this giveaway remember it is for pc gaming so for you xbox and ps4 people and nintendo switch people apologies but still, we free games a free game still free games of free game you can go off and sell it but also we don't do much for our pc gaming friends so pc gaming community please have yes, at it.
1: and it's much easier to buy pc game code so that's why we're giving those yeah, away so
0: Congratulations. So yeah, so don't forget that is our pinned tweet. So if you go to our Twitter, that is at TugPods, T-U-G-P-O-D. You will see it as our pinned tweet. Go ahead and retweet that. Well, you have to follow follow
1: us and then you have to retweet that tweet to be entered. To be entered. The tweet explains everything. If you leave us a review, review, that increases your chances.
0: Remember, if you do leave your our reviews, you can do that on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. I don't know if you can leave reviews on Spotify, but if you can, go for it. Remember to leave your Twitter handle in the review so we can contact you or whatever handle you use. Just a way for us to contact you, but you need a Twitter to enter, so you might as well put that in there. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, they don't need to insert any shit about talking shit to me because I did well this week. So if you want to congratulate me for finally doing well for the first time in a f- several weeks, please hit us with an email at theuntitledgamingpodcast at gmail.com.
1: If you want to talk to Chance and ask him how the Cactus and Lamp Post Festival
0: was, email us and he I'm sure he will love to get back to you. Um, to if me. you would like to send obituarial things about Rick's untimely passing for like the third time in four weeks, you can send us those. We will have a somber he really reading You really need to
1: get that checked out by a doctor. Yeah,
0: really, seriously. Like these just constant deaths. And then I guess the resurrections are fine. You don't need to get a doctor for that. But the death <laughs> part is really concerning. And then don't forget, again, Twitter is at TugPod. Our Instagram handle is at T-U-G underscore P-O-D. And again, same thing with leaving the reviews for the giveaway. Just leave us reviews in general. It helps us. We're not really sure how. But five-star reviews for us are great. One-star reviews for every other podcast.
1: You got three points. Woo, three points.